From Alaska Teen Media Institute, I'm Kendrick Whiteman. This is Film Club, a podcast series where youth film critics and cultural connoisseurs spill the theoretical tea on a new movie. So these are spoiler-filled conversations. If you haven't seen the movie they're talking about, be prepared to learn far more about them than the trailers will tell you. For this episode, we're talking about the latest entry in the Jurassic series, Jurassic World Dominion. The sixth movie in the franchise, this one brings back the original main cast of Steven Spielberg's 1993 classic, Jurassic Park, and pairs them with the characters of the recent entries. AMI producers Daisy Carter and Madison Knutson discuss the latest entry and how it compares to others in the franchise, as well as the negative reactions the movie has been getting and their favorite dinosaur moments. So welcome, Madison, to the Jurassic World Roundtable. I'm really happy that we're having this roundtable and that I got to see it in theaters. That was really cool. We're talking about the the latest one, right? There's so yeah. many. Yeah. Okay. I liked it better than Fallen Kingdom, which was the second in the Jurassic World uh, trilogy, but I still thought it did not reach anything near the originals or Jurassic World, the like first one in the trilogy. Um, but I thought, you know, it was good. They brought back the original cast, which I was really, really happy about. It's the only reason I saw the movie, because if it would have just been Chris Pratt, I would not have seen it. But that's, I'll, I won't talk about him. But I, yeah, I really liked it. I thought the plot was maybe a little generic, but it's a fun dinosaur movie. Yeah, you know, that's so funny. I have basically the exact same thoughts. I was honestly just there like for the original characters. I'm glad that they kind of like gave them, granted, it was kind of like a weird plot, but they gave them like a little tiny like side quest that was kind of like added towards like the bigger quest. But anytime that like Chris Pratt was on screen, I would like lean over to my sister and be like, I just want to leave. Like, (laughs) yes, exactly. (laughs) It was just like, anytime that I would see him, like anytime that I would see him, like I would just laugh. Cause I'm like, I just hate his face. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was just like, and it was, and it's funny that this is like a Jurassic World movie. Like this is his movie. But anytime that he was on screen, I was like, please get off screen. <laughs> yes, that is, yeah, that's exactly how I feel. I feel like maybe when the first Jurassic World came out, that was like 2015. So he was like, not as badly perceived in the public and like he was he was cool he's like he's Andy from Parks and Recreation and he's the the Lego guy Mm -hmm. um but like now uh he's Garfield and he's Mario Mario. yeah (laughs) he's He's, everywhere he's a whole mess but you know he's there (laughs) <laughs> it's like that one um have you seen have you heard like that tiktok audio where it's like oh my gosh she's gorgeous she's amazing she's stunning and then he's there <laughs> yes mm-hmm. that's kind of, yeah that's kind of how it felt. which is which is ironic because again like this is like his movie like this is Jurassic mm-hmm. world and like those are his movies and yeah well arguably i'd maybe say that bryce dallas howard it's her movies maybe yeah you know what yeah it is her movies. I take that back. Yes. She's awesome. So what is kind of your relationship with Jurassic Park and like Jurassic World movies? And have you seen like all the Jurassic's movies? Yes. Uh, so I've seen all the Jurassic Park movies. The one I know like the least is maybe the third Jurassic Park 
the one where they're like on an island, which is everyone, but uh, more specifically the one Sam Neill is just like with a family trying to find a boy. Yeah, I've seen all of them. I don't remember the first time I watched like the original Jurassic Park, but I know it was like sometime when I was like vacationing in Hawaii for like the first time when I was like in third grade because some of it was filmed in Hawaii. It was really cool to be like, oh, I'm watching Jurassic Park where some of it was filmed. And then with the Jurassic World series, I saw the first one in theaters, like when it came out. And that was like, obviously the first Jurassic Park movie in the saga that I saw in theaters, but it was just a really cool, like dinosaur movie. And I really liked it. And then I saw the rest of the Jurassic World uh, movies in theaters, uh, which I regret seeing the second one in theaters, but that's another story. Jurassic Park is like my big comfort movie. And then I also really like Lost World, but uh, just like a nice family movie we would all, uh, my family and I would all enjoy. That's so, that's so interesting. Yeah. I remember watching Jurassic World in theaters, um, but like kind of reluctantly because I don't know why, as a kid, I was terrified of the Jurassic Park movies, but it was because I watched all of them on a road trip, like back to back to back to back when I was eight. And I was just like really scared of, of Jurassic Park. Yeah, it was, it was weird. It was a weird time that I was just like absolutely petrified. But then, yeah, I like went and I was like, oh, okay, like, like I'm older. I know these are, this is fake, but it was still like kind of weird and surreal. Yeah, no, you're you're right for thinking they're kind of scary because I remember when I went to Jurassic World in theaters, I was like really scared of that movie or like I got like frightened. My mom more than me because she jumps, she like jumps at every jump scare that they have, even when it's really obvious. Like, yeah, it was kind of really scary. And especially that one death, that like nanny in that movie who like shows the kids around where she gets oh, picked yeah. up by the pterodactyls and then mm-hmm. drops into the ocean and then gets mm-hmm. caught by that big like fish thing mm-hmm. that was unnecessary yeah that was crazy yeah uh-huh. they're definitely they're definitely scarier than people give them credit for and yeah definitely the first one the atmosphere is definitely like scary yeah it's really cool I I really did like the first Jurassic World movie it just yeah just kind of got like weirder as time progressed. And I honestly don't even remember the second Jurassic World movie. I don't remember what happens in that one. Uh, I remember like a little bit. It's basically Lost World, the second of the Jurassic Park movies. So basically like Bryce Dallas Howard and Chris Pratt, I don't remember their names. What is it? Claire and something. Claire and Grady. Grady? Is that his name? Grady? I I don't know. Sure. Is it Grady? Okay. I don't Um, know. (laughs) Yeah. But they like go to a, a band, the island with all the dinosaurs and they try to save them and they get loose in the world. Exactly oh. like what happens in the second Jurassic Park. That's right. So. Okay. Actually, you know what? Now that you like just mentioned it, now I remember this one a lot more. Okay, cool. Also, it was super surreal watching Jurassic Park specifically because I watched this while I was in Costa Rica and Isla Nublar is supposedly like an island off of Costa Rica. So I thought that was pretty cool. Like after watching the movie, I was like, wow, I am still in the Jurassic Park. (laughs) You got to watch out for those dinosaurs. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We saw, this is kind of off topic, but we saw saw two iguanas when we were like on the beach 
and it was really cool because we got to see like the crabs yeah those things are fast I was like wow floor dinosaurs mm-hmm. this is also off topic but that reminded me of the second Jurassic Park which I keep coming back to because I like that movie mm-hmm. but like the little dinosaurs hurt that little girl or something mm. or something like that which I never thought was believable because those are so tiny that even a little girl probably would have fought them off. But yeah, that just reminded me of that and how really silly that scene is. And especially the cut, if you watch that movie. So the little girl is getting attacked and the mom of the little girl comes in and then she like screams, but they do a cut in the middle of her scream and they cut to Jeff Goldblum in a subway and he's yawning. And it's a really funny cut, but they didn't do it for the TV version, which I hated, but that, that seems great, but really unrealistic. So that's funny. So when I told people that I liked the, this new Jurassic world, a lot of people were kind of like, really? Like you liked it? Um, Cause a lot, there's been a lot of like negative publicity around it, which I think was odd. I mean, like some parts are justified, but some it's kind of like nothing's going to live up to Jurassic Park, especially like Jurassic World. So I went into it knowing it was going to be a silly dinosaur movie. I have a couple theories of like why I think Jurassic World Dominion didn't work as well. Um, but I wanted to hear like what you thought. I think I've sort of like not what I've come up with, but what I've heard and then been like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. It's like where... They said there's too many or too little dinosaurs in the movie or like they have this. So in the movie, spoilers, but, you know, <laughs> obviously they have a sanctuary where they have all the dinosaurs. And then like you see a few, but you it feels like you barely see any. And it's like, it's like, yeah, you get the T-Rex, which is cool. And you get a few, but like. I thought like all these dinosaurs running around, you're going to see like so many and like all that, but there really aren't that many. There's just kind of like one when they're in the swamp area, one when they're on the ice lake, one and then like the T-Rex, a few, I guess there's a, a bunch, but it felt like there wasn't as many. And that kind of like doles down the fact that it's a silly dinosaur movie when there's not a lot of dinosaurs and more Bryce Dallas Howard, Chris Pratt, and the clone daughter in wherever, like Nevada or something, wherever they are. But I still liked it. I still thought it like, it was still good. But I've heard people say like, yeah, too little dinosaurs, too much maybe of the characters, which is fine. I also think that it might be because the plot is so just bland because it's the very obvious villain, which I think they might have done on purpose. It's that like environmental dude who you know is the villain from the very beginning. And then it's like, obviously, yeah, they're the engine or whatever of the movie. But I think those are the two reasons that maybe hasn't been received as well by audiences. But I to make it clear, I still like it. Yeah, I think that that's kind of, you know, I hadn't thought about it that like there was so little dinosaurs um, shown. And my, I guess like big problem, quote unquote with it, is that supposedly this sanctuary is in Italy, but like they're used to a tropical climate. So like why, why? But also I think, I don't remember, but I think they must have said something about like, oh, like there's like an invisible climate control thing. But um, I don't know, that really bothered me for a second. But something that I 
realized the more like I watched the movie is that the villain character, which I like to call Walmart. Shoot, he's not Bill Gates. What's the guy that owns Apple? I don't know the current one. Steve Jobs was the old one, but I don't know the new one. I don't know, but he looks like that. Like he kind of looks like a not very threatening bad guy is what I'm saying. Yeah. He was also like, the dad in uh, Spider-Man 2, the oh. amazing Spider-Man. Oh, That's okay. where I immediately where I noticed him. Well, that's a tangent. But oh. yeah, he does look very non-threatening. Yeah, which I kind of thought was like, okay. And I full on like laughed when he threw his like little tantrum, like because the dinosaurs, like I laughed. Like I thought he looked so stupid. Yes. Like I was just like, I was like, this grown man is throwing a tantrum, like about the di- trying to contain the dinosaurs. Like, I don't know. That was just so funny to me. Um, but yeah, he just wasn't that threatening like I was having this conversation with my sister who I watched it with and she was like well that's the point is that like he's like not threatening but he's like trying to control the world's food supply and it's like well you can do both you can be a threatening person like I don't know I just felt like I needed more from the villain but also something that I noticed was I got bored during the chase scene I don't know how to describe it, but I, um, during the chase scene, like I was excited and I was like, whoa, like that's so cool. But then there was like a certain window where I was kind of bored and I realized it's because they like forgot to put in music. I don't know if it was like just, I'll probably go, I don't know if I'll watch it again, but maybe when it comes like on, on like a streaming service, I'll watch it again. But it was just weird because there was just like no music. It was just like the rev of the engine and like dinosaur noises. And it's like, like I, it took me out, which was weird. I was like, whoa, like something's off. And then, yeah, and then the music picked back up. I was like, oh, okay, there it is. There's the tension. But, I didn't notice that, that they didn't add music, actually. Yeah. Uh, maybe it I was, just like wasn't paying attention. Maybe I was so bored. I didn't <laughs> notice that they didn't add it. Yeah, I think the only thing what really landed this movie, obviously, was the dinosaurs. Like, I think, like, Grant, we didn't get to see a lot of them. But in the final fight scene, where that one dinosaur, I don't think, I don't think that one dinosaur that had, like, really long talons got enough attention. Mm-hmm. Like, I think they should, there should be a whole separate movie just about that dinosaur. Because that dinosaur was absolutely terrifying. Like, it was... And it was a really cool design and really cool dinosaur. Um, but yeah, it was it was crazy. Like that was, I think that that final scene is what really was like, yeah, this is this yeah. is mm-hmm. a Jurassic Park movie. Cause it was really cool. I didn't I didn't really notice the talent. I feel like I'm not noticing stuff, but I didn't really notice the talent uh like t-rex thing because i feel like with each of these movies they add a new dinosaur and it's like this is the biggest predator (laughs) and it's all crazy and this is gonna ruin the world and then the t-rex just comes in and kills it along with the help of the raptors yeah and it's just kind of like i think they didn't add as much time for that one maybe Mm -hmm. because they're like maybe i think people are getting bored with these dinosaurs and we need to like just kill it off and just Mm -hmm. like be done with it but yeah, I, I'm sure if you thought it was cool, I would have thought. I think, 
remember it too much i feel like they blend together very easily in the last fight scene where that dinosaur and the t-rex kind of team up and like kill like that one like supposedly unkillable dinosaur like that was pretty mm-hmm. cool I, <laughs> um, I also thought it was really funny that the one dinosaur guy who like did all the modifications to the dinosaurs and he was like the sciencey dude uh i don't know the character name but is it bd wong is yes the guy yes, in BD all wong, yes i loved that his character for this movie was just like tired old man who just wanted to retire mm-hmm. and was like listen i want to fix my mistakes like i don't want to do anything anymore that was that was really funny and i thought that was like a good way to kind of finish that character because yeah like if you think about it he's done some pretty awful things and like he's the reason why this whole thing is happening and like granted it's a little too late but like now he's figuring out that it might be a bad idea to mess with dinosaur dna yeah so i thought that was a really good like character choice for him Mm -hmm. he kind of is well not mm, he kind of is the villain almost of the whole saga not really maybe a villain but like maybe an antagonist throughout mm-hmm. the whole thing who gets like a uh not really a well uh well done arc but like gets a character arc and I think that's really cool and interesting that he's the one character and basically every movie I don't I think he's in the third Jurassic Park or maybe this I don't know but he's in a lot of them and it's it's funny that he's just kind of like the one character who's kind of always there yeah also seeing the ellie like see the dinosaurs again that was so cute and her just like being super excited was also really sweet yeah let's talk about like how they brought the old cast back um what how do you think they handled that i uh, this might be unpopular like every one of my opinions here but i loved how they brought back the original cast they I think they like kept the character traits of all of them pretty much like like stable like they're they're the same characters you saw in the last trilogy but like they they've grown you've seen like how they've grown like the Steve was it Stephen Grant or Alan I'll Grant. say Sam Alan Grant yeah Alan Grant I have the oh, character I'm thinking <laughs> I'm thinking Moon Knight never mind Excuse yeah <laughs> me. sorry but Alan Grant he's still like rough and he's still like uh, I want to be alone but I don't want to be all alone um <laughs> and then Ellie's like they fixed Ellie's character from the third one where they made her just like a housewife mm-hmm. and like not that she can't be but like it was really weird how she ended up with another guy and had mm-hmm. kids when they had set her up to be with Alan mm-hmm. but they fixed that but not only that, she's like really cool and she's doing her own thing and it yeah. makes sense with the character. And then Jeff Goldblum, sorry, I don't remember any of the character names. Okay. I'm failing. It's like- um, but like, he's great as usual, as Jeff Goldblum is. Um, and he he's the same thing and he's a fun side character as he always is. So I think they did a great job bringing them back and they were the best characters in the movie, arguably. And I... I was antsy every time they were off screen and I just wanted them to come back so (laughs) same I would say the same I thought it was really cool how um 
in the beginning of the first Jurassic Park movie, we meet Alan at like a dig site. And like in this movie, like we meet him at a dig site. I thought that parallel was pretty cool. I thought that was pretty cool. I also really liked how they kind of incorporated them into the story. Like they weren't just like there in the Jurassic Park universe. Like they are very educated people. So like, obviously like they would want to like help out and however, however they would want to um, help. So I'm happy that they, you know, got to have that moment. I, to be honest, I thought one or all of them were going to die. Um, I was like prepared for that. Like I was like, okay. Like whenever I saw like them and a dinosaur on screen, I was like, okay, like this is where it happens. Like, oh my gosh, like this is going to be crazy, but it never happened, which thankfully like it never happens. I would have been so sad. Yeah. I would have rioted. I mean like we could have had Owen Grady be eaten by blue that would have been cool exactly. <laughs> yeah at the end you think it's like a happy ending but no. it, then blue eats him and it's like it brings back that nature that nature yeah. will like life will find it no life will end other lives yeah always they're like you know mm-hmm. nature is harsh Mm-hmm. I think they really did Bryce Dallas Howard Howard's character kind of like dirty because I feel like she was just kind of like a mother figure and like that was it and mm-hmm. she is also like a very educated like person who like knows dinosaurs and have studied who has studied dinosaurs and like they just like made her a mom who's just like where's my kid everywhere like she went so I I wish that they would have like done something else with her instead of like just that like forced love mm-hmm. of of them like her and Chris Pratt like together mm-hmm. I thought yeah yeah definitely uh she like in the first movie she was kind of like iffy and she like ran in heels and that was interesting and like she wasn't like super like in the dinosaur she felt more like a like a she was profiting off of the dinosaurs more than like she was helping them which is the point and then in the second one they kind of had some good development for her in the beginning and she was like doing all this stuff for like the dinosaurs and like that also happens in the beginning of this one where she's like breaking in and stealing Mm -hmm. the dinosaurs but then they immediately like stop that and she's like a stepmom basically and she's like I want my my stepdaughter to accept me and all yeah. that stuff and I'm like no she no, 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 no yeah she would definitely have more on her mind than like this but I also guess like they're trying to protect her like like the daughter um what's her name yeah yeah because she's a clone and it's basically like dinosaur stuff but then it's like she's not really a clone and she's like birth yeah. like her mom birthed her which is yeah weird yeah I thought it was weird how like how intense like th- like the intense chasing through Italy and like all this stuff like for like Maisie but I-, I feel like they weren't gonna do like anything bad to her like they just wanted to like study her and like maybe like take her blood and like see like how this works like I didn't really because the villain was so non-threatening I didn't feel like there was a threat for Maisie's life so it was just kind of like oh like we're just transporting her to this location to like do some like 
tests and then again we find out that no like she wasn't like she's not technically a clone just she was like birthed like from her mom yeah i thought that was kind of like the weakest pillar because again like claire and owen are like oh like we need this girl like and protect her but they don't really like i thought once she got to the facility she was going to be like put like in a prison and like not see anybody but like no like she was like there like with blue and there and like looking at everything it was just very like low stakes for this intense Mm -hmm. chase scene and this like weird lady who was like wearing white and was like ah yes i have programmed these velociraptors i thought that was a cool concept i thought that concept of like we train these dinosaurs and they have like a mm-hmm. microchip in their head, like wherever like we point, like they kill. That was so cool. And that was so not used. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, it wasn't. It wasn't. So I thought that was like a little weird. And like, she was more threatening than the main villain. <laughs> she was. Yeah. Like, and then, yeah. And then tangent on that white lady too. She kind of reminded me of, Oh, I forget her name, but she's from The Incredibles, and she's, like, the one lady who, like, the deuce is Mr. Incredible. Uh, Mirage! There we go, yeah. She looked exactly like Mirage, Mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, this is trippy. And she kind of acted like Mirage, too, so I was like, that's Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I was, I was, again, I was ready for Owen to get eaten by those, by those raptors. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm ready. Yeah. yeah but yeah again I, w- I was still happy with the movie because it was just like like I was expecting a crazy dinosaur movie and I got a crazy dinosaur movie mm-hmm. I feel like also this next question I feel like is kind of a no-brainer but would you prefer Jurassic Park over Jurassic World and like why so yeah I prefer Jurassic Park over Jurassic World um because like the original Jurassic Park is classic. Sorry, my dog's in the background and he's <laughs> making a little bit of noise. Uh, but like the original Jurassic Park is iconic and has so many lines, and it's like the perfect summer blockbuster, in my opinion. Jurassic Park is more memorable than Jurassic World will be. I would have to say the same thing the Jurassic Park trilogy is better than Jurassic World trilogy. I think what would have been a better movie sort of thing because I do like the first Jurassic World I thought it was really cool and like it was really like new and like sleek and what I that's what I thought was really cool and that they actually had people like in the park because Jurassic World like they were just like looking at it to see if it could open but this one was like actually open I thought that that concept was really cool um and then everything just went crazy I think they should have just left it at that like I think that just a standalone movie would have been great um, but I understand capitalism and they wanted to make a trilogy, but Jurassic Park, again, iconic, amazing. To kind of wrap it up, when I was kind of researching questions for Jurassic Park and Jurassic World, I noticed that all of these blockbusters this weekend, most of them were like our sequels or belong to another property. Do you think that that's that could be one of the contributing factors why Jurassic World like isn't doing so well and and like what's like your opinion like adding on to properties like that 
I don't like adding on sequels when they're unnecessary and they don't make sense for the plot. It's frustrating. I get it like financially and like capitalism is a thing and we have to make more and like the fans demand it. But I just like it's stupid to add on sequels and they don't make sense. I feel like the story, like you said, with Jurassic World was gone like at the first one. That was like the perfect sort of reunion or like revival. And like it should have ended there. But money and capitalism and so uh, that will keep movies going, although I would not like them to do that. The same thing can be said for maybe the Harry Potter series as well and many other series. So, yeah. One movie I do need to know more about and that does deserve a sequel is Morbius. But yes, because we need to know more about Michael Morbius. But yeah, this is a joke. Oh, okay. Of I was well, like... yeah. No, 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 no. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. Okay. Um, anyways, so, um, yes, I, um, I totally agree with you, Madison. I think that if there's a story to be told, you can make another movie, but unless there's, like, if there's no reason for it, you shouldn't make it. Um, but again, unfortunately, we live in a capitalistic society where we need to make money, and um, in order to, like, make money we have to like shell out yeah mm. yeah disney knows that very well but um, oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yes i think if, if there is more to tell and if there's more exploration for this world or for the world that you're trying to tell definitely make another sequel make a billion sequels like it to really flesh out the world but if you're just trying to make a quick buck, it's it's unfortunate. And yeah, I'm looking at like like I said earlier, um, in the box office, so like the top box office according to IMDb. So number one is Rise of Gru, which is like wow, um, memes really do prevail. Um, mm-hmm. and then Top Gun, um, which I know is also like a um, yeah, like a reunion yeah. movie. Um, and then Elvis is number three and then Jurassic World and then well Black Phone and then Lightyear yeah like the top five four of them are like just redoing the movie so yeah yeah it's definitely very interesting mm-hmm. yeah you've been listening to Film Club a production of Alaska Teed Media Institute Our show's theme music was composed by myself, Kendrick Whiteman. The roundtable was edited by Nicole Coates. Alaska Teen Media Institute is based in Anchorage, Alaska. We would like to acknowledge the Nanaina people whose land we work on. Many thanks to supporters of our podcast, including Alaska State Council on the Arts. The views expressed in this program do not necessarily represent the views of our sponsors. Thanks to our listeners who contribute to our programs and help us leverage additional funds and grants. If you'd like to support Youth Voices in Alaska and help keep our podcast going, you can support us through Patreon. It's a membership platform that makes it easy for you to support creative endeavors like Atme. Just go to Patreon slash Alaska Teen Media. You can also help by subscribing to, rating, or writing a review of our podcast on Apple Podcasts. Every little bit helps us get our stories out there. And if you are a youth ages 13 to 24 who loves movies and is interested in being a part of our film club, Go to alaskateenmedia.org slash join to find out more. 
or you can email us at news at alaskateenmedia.org. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for all sorts of updates. For Alaska Teen Media Institute, I'm Kendrick Whiteman. Thank you for listening.